Previously on Gathering of the Ages. I think Faven, he kind of gets blinded with rage. Uh-huh. Yeah. And fights, and it's kind of what happened. If you've learned in his backstory, he killed his friend on accident already. That's once. right. Do Rod it. might get mad, but I'm gonna. He's gonna try it. Do it. He's gonna think maybe I can. Maybe I can control it no, this time. You're not even thinking, dude. Asah. Asah. Asah, dude. Asah. I'm thinking Asah is a bad thing. Maybe I'll get the good fumble card. Oh, <laughs> no. Tyler. Tyler! No. <laughs> Not okay. yet. No. So, she's just going to kind of roll Please her eyes do at these that dogs. But you Please. can. No, I, I'm good. <laughs> she's so tired of these dogs now. She's like, whatever. Hey, everyone. Hope everyone's having a great time. Uh, what's your lives at the moment welcome back to another show of gathering of the ages always good to have you guys here and uh we want to thank you to everyone that's been listening uh our, our uh, downloads have been increasing a lot lately and we want to give a shout out to everyone who's been listening and helping support our show however they can um also we want to give a special shout out to our patreons especially brian and nate who have been uh super generous with that and helping our show grow and we want to remind everyone that in the patreon you can get early access to our episodes and it's a lot of behind the scenes things that uh, are quite funny and feature uh some pretty good things so maybe you should check it out also on fridays spencer and philip have been streaming on twitch uh dragon age origins and that is on twitch.tv slash gathering of the ages. So if you guys want to check that out and some sweet RPG goodness, uh, that's at Fridays at 6.30 p.m. And that's Mountain Time, so 5.30 Pacific. Um, and then the streams will be posted on YouTube afterward, our YouTube channel, Gathering of the Ages, uh, afterwards at some point. So if you miss it, they'll go up on there later. Um all right, and before we get into the episode this week, we got some sad news. Uh, Wilfred Brimley actually passed away at the age of 85 this week, and uh, we've mentioned him a few times on the podcast, and um, we just wanted to give our condolences uh, to his family and uh, all those affected by it, and we hope that they're doing well. So everyone, keep them in your thoughts and prayers, and uh, just remember him. Go watch some good good movies. Go watch Brigham City. <laughs> it's a good one. And uh, with that, here's episode 144, All Magic Comes With Some Risk. Welcome back, everybody. Wow. Hello. How are you? Okay, wait. Hold on. Wait. Shut up. I, I don't care. What the uh, hell? We wow. Have, we have some Tyler, of the Tyler probably, said a swore. No. We have. He said a swore. You did. <laughs> he said H E double hockey sticks. Oh, you suck! Now you I couldn't. Gotta you bleep. can't hear it. It was behind you talking, anyways. <laughs> uh, we have a really big announcement. Probably the biggest news we've ever had on this show. No, Tyler and his wife aren't pregnant. Mom and dad are getting a new bed. <laughs> They're getting a hospital bed. Wow. 
They're getting a bed, a hospital bed that reaches from wall to wall in the room. <laughs> so they have to climb over each okay, other to get I'm, in the bed. <laughs> first of all, I'm taking a picture as soon as they leave so you can see it actually fits. Second of all, it's not a hospital bed. It's a, what's it called? <laughs> it's a hospital, a hospital bed. <laughs> it's not. You no. told me the name of a therm. It's adjustable. I, I know that. It's adjustable. Yeah, can, can, yeah. Thermopedic. Thermopedic. Yeah. I can't believe. But there's you no therm in it. It doesn't get hot and cold or nothing. It like has that. a. Uh, it has a remote that you adjust. elevate. Adjust your, your head and, feet. and your back. I can't believe you agreed to that. It is. Dad is going to drive you insane. No, he's not because oh, we're separate. I have a question it's for split you. Split down the middle. Okay, you're going to be sli- trying to. Does sleep it make noise when it raises? <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's very quiet. <laughs> oh my gosh! I have a question. This is not the 1980s. Of I, an elevated. I have bed. a very serious question about your bed. Okay. What? Does it have rails on the side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you lower suck. those rails to get out of the bed easier? No, yeah. I just thought I'd provide myself a bedpan. Real quick, real okay. quick. Does Gross. it have an IV? Does it come with its own IV stand? <laughs> you guys suck. Does it come Gross. with a lifelong uh, prescription for, you, for IVs? You know what's going to be hilarious is one of you is going to try it and go, oh, this is the best, most comfortable bed ever, and you're going to want want it. And I don't know about that. Yeah, That's all right. you are. I don't know about that. It is fantastic. I don't want to look like a hospital patient for the rest of my life. I think Thanks. Phil's going to have the good bed now. Yeah, I don't want to look like I'm living in an assisted living home. <laughs> you guys all suck. Grandma, you know, you okay in there, grandma, you good? Bubs, I hate to break That's this. That's why I got it, so I could be a grandma, so Tyler and Emily will finally give me a grandkid, because I'm a grandma. Like, yeah, you're trying like to look grandma. as pathetic Does as the bed possible, lean so all the way forward so it can you. stand you up for you, so you don't have to get out of bed? <laughs> oh uh, Bubs, I hate to break this to you, but um, <laughs> when mom and dad <laughs> finally do need assisted living, you have a nursing degree. <laughs> no, I don't. I have a medical assisting degree. <laughs> and it's not very need, official. All we're going to need is medical assistance anyway. That is a anyway. big step below. How the, hard uh, is it to clean a bedpan? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> well, we're not that far off. You're already <gasps> sleeping in those beds. <laughs> not, it's not a hospital bed. <laughs> You're already sleeping bed. in hospital beds. It's a cooling bed. We're also not that close. So we got these big pillows to go with the big bed, king-size pillows, which Hold we on. haven't had Wait. in years. Oh, yeah, they are pretty Who nice. is touching? That was me. Sorry. <laughs> it was my cord was on my arm. That Should be. Slapping over there. Yeah. Yeah, it was me. Okay, go. What did I say? Well, the be- the pillow. So mm-hmm. I tried to sleep on the king-size pillow. It's like this special cooling pillow we bought to go with the bed. And uh, I had to throw it off last night and go back to my old pillow. I didn't like it. Wow. So I'm hoping I like it tonight better in the adjustable bed. That's a first world problem right there. It is. <laughs> That's a first world hospital like problem the right pillar. there. I really want to, but I was just not comfortable last night. I don't know why. But I think it's because it wasn't enough elevation because I was just using that. Plus, Ken had like 52 pillows on his side and they were encroaching on my area. So my pillow was half hanging off the bed anyway. And I think that's why I was like, I'm well, done. Ken's is going to be like super raised on the backside. <laughs> Because he pretty much sleeps like sitting up almost. I know. With all, all those, those pillows. pillows yeah. yeah. So see, this will eliminate the pillow problem. Yeah, hopefully it gives him more support yeah. for his back. So he won't whatever. be stealing my pillow to add yeah. to his pile of pillows. He won't have his His side will be like him. super raised and you're going to be down here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually need to raise too because of my apnea. So 
It'll oh, be a good thing. I see. You should it's have just got today. recliners. Oh my gosh, we do <laughs> down here. Just have two recliners in your bedroom. But that requires us climbing down the stairs to sit in the recliners. You uh, need one of those chair lifts to go up the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> the motorized chair from, that goes from up. Mm. Yeah. Now that really does go. Mm-hmm. And those are slow. Those <laughs> oh, are those freaking are slow. slow. <laughs> uh, Mimi has one the ru- at the river. Remember? Mm. Yeah. All right. Enough making fun fun of mom's age. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> yeah, because I'm ancient. Gosh. <laughs> uh, welcome Rude. back to the show. Last week we uh, had a real rousing fight with some some demon wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, some evil wolves. Adamaris is officially out of the picture. Out Woo-hoo! of the equation. You can start focusing our did fire. Did I cut on off his tower. hand? I did. Didn't yeah. I? Yeah, you yeah. did. Okay. Mm-hmm. You. And you hacked it with a knife. That's disgusting. No, with a dagger, a mental <coughs> dagger. Hello? And you freaking psychopath. <laughs> and you went back to the prince's walls. You took Duriston with you, and you tried. You had to convince them to like take the, take him with them, see if they can uh, do some reformation for the boy and for the lad. And uh, <laughs> he's not Durston's the lad. Like, 30. <laughs> I thought Durston was like 60 something. No, he's no, not, he's not that. 60. <laughs> Durston is not 60? No. Why does he act like an old man then? He acts, I don't know, because that's the way I like portray him. He acts like he needs the hospital him. bed. No, he doesn't. He's a hunter guy. He's a hunter boy. He's, he's a, a hunter yeah. lad. Durston, the one who I always imagine he's like wolf's maybe staff. 40, like in his 30s. Probably. Oh, I totally thought he was in his 60s. He's not in his 60s. He's in his 30s. I don't know. In the Middle wow. Ages, your 30s were kind of your 60s. <laughs> <laughs> you were sleeping in hospital beds in your 30s. Well, now it makes a little more sense why he was so pompous. Uh, either way, you went back, you went back, and then you found, you talked to them, and they said that yeah, old people aren't. <laughs> wow, old people aren't pompous. They're cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, or they're grumpy. Yes. Went back, talked to the princess wolves, <laughs> continued the dialogue with them about them assisting you in this town. Mm. We and were they, going to what, lead. weren't we? Uh, were we going to take them back to the the demon wolves, like their their table where they had all their planning yeah. and stuff? No, you guys were going to go back. I didn't. I thought think... we were going to bring them to yeah, show we them. Oh, the plans. were you going to show them too? Yeah, that they was my to, understanding. Don't they want to keep scouting the town and figuring out their numbers and, and junk? No, they're all together. No, yeah. they know how many. Oh, yeah, I think Philip's right. Way? I think Philip's There's right. Stragglers around. <laughs> Bless you. Wow. Wow, Ken Junior. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. That was a Ken sneeze. What <laughs> the heck? Totally a Ken sneeze. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Maybe gonna you leave need a in. hospital bed to help you out. <laughs> the uh, the uh, leaning of it assists in the the sneezing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the overpronunciation of achu. Uh, I'm not even sure where we were. I don't know how this is going to get edited. So, <laughs> so we were scouting. Talk- we were want- talking oh, yeah. about scouting. Oh, yeah, 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 we were talking about scouting. Uh, so yes, they did want to accompany you back to look at the table and look at the notes that were like scratched into the wooden table that the demon wolves had left. Um, but they said that uh, you know they were going to like prepare. To start heading out, and then and then they'd accompany you. And so they said, if you needed to rest for a minute, uh, now would be the time to do so. 
And while you guys were resting and talking, I uh, gave another another little moment to Ray. She's the the whisperings are just and like like what I think last last episode I said that they were like screaming, but uh, you know. So now there's but voices not, in no, my no, head. But the, like like it's it's whisperings, but but uh, they're like so profound in your head you because right? there's a lot of them, or because they're strong. <laughs> there's a lot of them. They okay. just seem to be swirling and getting stronger and stronger, and like like. Sorry, I was thirsty. What the heck? You can distract us all you want. I've already clicked Night's Rest. I've got all my spells back. No, you didn't (laughs) Night's Rest. We didn't Night's Rest, though. We haven't slept yet. No? Why did you click that? We're going to. No, you weren't. (laughs) No, we weren't, because she had started having a fit. (laughs) We're going to. Wow, listen to him. That's what you. That's what we said. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not. Yeah, it is. We said Night's Rest. We're going to. Dude, I didn't. We were right that. about to, and then this happened. Hold on, let's take a poll. Who remembers me saying "Night's Rest"? <laughs> hmm, interesting. We said rest. Interesting. Yeah, like a little, like five minute, like catch your breath. We while just they... fought a boss. I thought it was good to call <laughs> oh it a God. day. You had one, two, two fights. Phil just wants to have. Phil spells wants back. Back. I used a lot of spells <laughs> on that one. Well, whose fault is that? For well, doing my job, we'll just throw you into the <laughs> yeah. Thing uh, Parad's just gonna wield you like a weapon and hit, hit you with with. <laughs> you can still grow your hair, right? <laughs> yeah, he'll Don't be shit. like a whip. He'll be he'll be a little flail. Yeah, he'll be a little yeah. f- a flail lad. And then he can yell "men" when he swings. Men. Yeah, I like it. I'll wield him by his hair. Um, okay, if you guys shut up for two seconds, I would really <laughs> like to get into this episode. No, there's no night's rest. Princess Wolves are going to accompany you back to the the table with the notes in it. Before any of that happens, um, let me just set the scene again. Let me just get back into the episode. You find yourselves in the, like, one corner of the, the dyer's shop. Princess Wolves are are gathering their gear, making sure everybody's okay, everybody's ready, and then while you guys are talking, out of nowhere, Ray starts, like, like panicking a little bit, and her hands fly up to the sides of her head, and she, like, presses her palms against her ears to try and block out the sounds that are just overwhelming her right now, and... She kind of like doubles over for a second and then someone someone approaches her, places her hand on her shoulder. Her view is swept away and the room, the dire shot that she's in is no longer in her vision. And her vision settles once again on the bustling town of Feldgrau. It is still alive in this vision. People go about their business and try not to cast glances at the troops brought to this once peaceful village. A small boy enters Ray's view, and he appears to be around the age of eight or nine. His black hair is in need of a trimming, and he thinks as much when his bangs fall in front of his beautiful green eyes. Feeling the small amount of money his mother had given him earlier jangle in his pocket, he rushes to the butcher shop to pick up the order his mother had placed the previous day. Distracted by his thoughts, the child fails to see the soldier 
quickly approaching him. The boy slams into the large soldier and falls to the ground on his rear and looks up to see what he had just run into. The soldier and the boy lock eyes for a moment, and the child is reminded of the warning his mother had constantly given him. Now, when approaching a soldier, you must cross to the other side of the road. Never stare too long, and never, under any circumstances, are you to provoke them. If they give you a command, you obey it. It's as simple as that. But, Mother, these soldiers can be so rude sometimes. They take what they want. They never say thank you. They're loud. They... The child is cut off as his mother begins to chastise him. That is enough. Do you know what they might do to you if they catch you speaking like this? They could whip you. Or put you in the stocks. They can make a target of you, of me, and then we will be left off much worse than if you had just remained quiet. The boy's cheeks begin to flush at the reprimand. I'm sorry, mother. I do not mean to upset you. I, I just get so angry sometimes. I understand. I do too. But it is important to remember your place in this world. I have seen in my cards that you will be a very, very powerful man someday. You will command many beings. But for now, please remember your place. Remember where you are, and what is at stake if you forget. Pulled back to the present, still staring into the soldier's eyes, the boy quickly looks away and stares into the dirt. Watch where you're going, brat. These are new boots. I could have scuffed them. I apologize, sir. Please forgive me. I'm just on my way to the butcher. I must not have been paying attention. Right you are, child. A wandering mind can be a dangerous thing. Failure to pay attention can lead to... Accidents. A sick smile spreads across the man's face as he sees the fear wash over the child. He begins laughing, and the other soldiers in his company follow suit. No need to fear, little one. Me and my fellow soldiers, we are your friends. We only want to protect you and everyone else in this village. Forgetting his place, the boy mutters under his breath, Stop what my mother says. The soldier scowls. What was that, you little runt? Speak up! It's not polite to mutter. The soldier bends down low and grips the child's chin in his hand. He pulls sharply upward and forces the boy to his feet. Now tell me, what does your mother say about us? Feeling a surge of panic, the boy tries to pull away, but the soldier does not release his grip. You look... familiar. The soldier thinks for a second. Ah, I know you. You're Marta's boy. What I wouldn't give to spend an evening with her, isn't that right, boys? The other soldiers hoot and holler, sounding more like dogs than men. The one holding the boy's face leans in very close, and the smell of alcohol wafts over the boy. I suppose I could always just pay her a visit later. The soldier has had enough of tormenting the child and pushes him back hard, causing him to fall back to the ground. A surge of rage swells within the child as the large soldier turns to laugh and joke with his comrades. The boy slowly gets back to his feet and before thinking charges the soldier, slamming his small body into the legs of the large man. His fists begin to pound as he tries his hardest to inflict pain. The soldier turns, still laughing, and looks down at the boy, allowing him to continue his futile attempt. What do we have here? A fighter, boys! This kid has some fire! 
A crowd begins to form around the scene, but the soldiers do not seem to notice. Before anyone can react, the soldier snatches the child by the front of his shirt, lifts him off the ground, and delivers two punches to the child's face. A scream is heard from a villager in the crowd, and someone else rushes off. A man from the crowd rushes forward and catches the soldier's fist before he can deliver a third blow. Angered by someone interfering, the soldier turns his attention to the man holding his fist. Please, sir, he's just a child. He meant no harm. Let him go. I'll take him back to his mother. I'm sure you've taught him his lesson. The soldier glares at the butcher. You dare interfere in my business? I mean no disrespect. Just please let me take the boy back to his mother. For whatever reason, the soldier releases the boy and he falls to the ground with a thud. The coins in his pocket spill out onto the dirt. The soldier sees them roll out of the corner of his eye. Be a good man. Collect those for me. The butcher quickly does as he is told and scoops up the coins on the ground and places them into the soldier's outstretched hand. The soldier wraps his fingers around them and turns to walk away. Make sure that runt knows to stay out of my way from now on. Next time, I won't stop. The butcher kneels back to the ground and scoops up the child in his arms. The child stares on as his hatred for the soldier fills his chest, and then the world grows dark. The dark-haired boy awakes a couple of days later, his head pounding and his left eye swollen shut. When he stirs, his mother, sitting at a table, notices and rushes to his side. Sitting on the bed next to him, she grabs a cool, damp cloth and dabs his forehead and swollen eye. Mother, what... What happened? Hush, child, be still. Mother, have you been crying? The woman touches a hand to her eye to wipe away the tears. Yes, child. I was afraid that I had lost you. But I found comfort in my cards. The reading about you never changed. I found peace knowing that your future had remained the same and that I had not lost you. The woman brushes a hand on the side of the child's face. How are you feeling? The little boy looks up at his mother. Like I got punched in the face. The two of them share a laugh. A laugh that would be their last one together. A screaming is heard from outside of their home. What was that? I'm not sure. I'm going to go see if everyone is alright. You stay in bed. I'll be right back. The woman plants a kiss on her child's forehead. Stands and walks to the front door. Walking outside and closing it behind her. The child waits for his mother's return, and waits, and waits, and begins to grow anxious. Fear clouding his judgment, the child gets out of bed, slips on his coat and shoes, and walks to the front door. What greets him on the other side is chaos. Fires burn and villagers scream. The boy rushes through the streets, fear overcoming him. Sticking to the shadows in back alleys, he sees soldiers slaughtering the people from his village. Familiar faces are struck down in front of him as tears begin to stream down his cheeks. But his thoughts are not swayed from that of finding his mother. As the child rounds a final corner, the voice of his mother is heard. Her voice shakes with panic as she begs for mercy. But mercy is not granted. The boy witnesses the death of his mother at the hands of the soldier who had beat him only days before. Fury swells through his entire body as a sword is removed from his mother and her body falls to the ground. 
the soldier turns to hunt his next victim, and the boy rushes to his mother. Cradling her head in his lap, he brushes her hair with, her fin with his fingers. My sweet child, I am sorry I cannot be there to see what you will become. I know you will do wondrous things. Do not give up my child. I love you. Tears stream down the child's cheek and onto his mother's face. Sobs rack his entire body, and the scene fades to black. The whispers of the villagers of this this once peaceful village that was besieged by evil and then destroyed many years ago fill your mind for a few seconds and then they they leave at this point the people the the spirits the restless spirits of this village have now shown you three perspectives from the most awful time of this village, the demise of this town, once known as Feldgrau. They've shown you perspectives of both counts who were responsible for this war, and then a perspective from an innocent villager who had everything taken away from him. And as they leave, Ray thinks about all of this and finds herself back in the dyer shop and seen. Do we see anything? Oh yeah, you see I her. I was crumpled down on the yeah. floor holding, covering both ears. I think we'd already be around I her. would think I would be like rocking back and forth a little bit too. Eyes closed, eyes shut tight and maybe not, maybe not moaning but just like you can tell I'm in pain. Like whimpering? I'm yeah, whimpering. That's a good one. Yeah. Just whimpering. Yeah, I think we'd already be around you at this point. Yeah. Min's probably got an arm around you. So I'm... And sitting next to you. I'm coming out of it, and I'm probably... <sighs> Not sure how many more of these visions I can... I can take. There's so many, so many spirits trying to show me so many things. What was it this time? Oh, this place is alive with unhappiness and terror and evil. Oh, I saw a young boy, and she relates the whole story to them, mm -hmm. like you told. I just, I can't bear it. I can't bear the helplessness these people feel. Oh, I hate it so much. I hate when the helpless are abused by those with power. Oh, that's why I need power. Oh, if I could get power for these people, I would. But they are beyond reaching. I don't know what to do to help them. And she kind of looks at you guys kind of helpless, like, for suggestions. Like, what do we do? How do we help this restlessness and this fury from all these people? Terror, anger. Well, the only thing to do is to stop the Whispering Way from reviving, turning them into their slaves. That pit out there, any points, it's disturbing the dead, and they need peace. As we learned from the, our ghost friend, 
in that tavern over there. These people have been put through so much to revive them and make them relive all these feelings and emotions again. It's, it's too much. It's too evil. It's, it's pure wickedness. Maybe peace isn't what they need right now. No, I think they do need peace. I think they they shouldn't be part of this army. They shouldn't. How do we stop them, though? What do we do? I can barely think right now for the thoughts that are still roaming around in my brain. Maybe we could give them something they never had last time. We could give them a chance to fight back. Is that possible? Aren't they controlling, aren't the Whispering Way controlling them? Their bodies, but their spirits are still restless and angry. Ray, when you feel better, I think I might need your help with something. Do you still have those onyxes we found? Yes, yes I do. I have them in my scarf, my pockets. Give me one. All right, she reaches in and gives you one, but she's got this look on her face like, what good is a little uh, rock going to do? So when Faven sees men take the Onyx. the onyxes, uh, he remembers that when we had found him earlier on a few bodies, that men didn't want anything to do with him. He didn't want to touch him. And so seeing that, Faven turns to men after men grabs it and says, Men, are you sure about what you're doing? Nope, not even kind of. I maybe just... maybe you should tell us what you're doing then. What are you doing, Min? We need to go visit our friend across the street. What do you the ghost, you want to go back out there? Mm-hmm. In mid midday. Well, however we can get there, but he's our closest he's the closest thing we have to be able to talk to these people. Mm. Uh Rockus approaches you, and he, my people and I, we are ready to accompany you back to the the hideout of the demon wolves. We would like to see this map for ourselves. Do you all mind if I take him? I need a little breather, and focusing on something else might help clear my head. It sounds like you are making preparations yourself. What is it that you are attempting to do right now? I want to make contact with these people. With the townsfolk. Might I suggest a strategic split-up? I take Parad and Faven, and I leave a couple werewolves with you. They show me where the the table is, and you perform whatever you are trying to do. Yes, I can show you. I don't really have any magical knowledge anyways. That Why works. did he just blow off my idea? I wanted, idea? I wanted to go with them to clear my head and show them. I offered to take them already. Did oh, you not I didn't me? know you were doing that. I thought I thought you were had doing to do something the else. That's why I was confused. No, I was. Oh, sorry. Well, she doesn't know that. Min hasn't said anything to her yet. Yeah. No, I don't really know what's going on. That's why. I sorry, to I didn't know that's head. what you were suggesting. I wasn't clear. I guess that was Rockus's plan from the beginning. Sorry, though. I wasn't very clear. Oh. Was my speech? <laughs> but he says that. <laughs> Maybe he upsets Ray. <laughs> What am I, chop liver? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she walks away, goes into the corner. Yeah, with her she pouts. <laughs> Min, is this some sort of dark ritual again? Like you the could, last time? You could say that. And Ray, I'm gonna need your help. Last time you almost ruined dinner. 
<laughs> I gathered berries for hours for that, please. Ruined dinner? He knocked me back on my back! Yes, and Prod strived over that meat with his bare hands. <laughs> I slaved for hours on that dinner and you ruined it. <laughs> I buried that pig in the dirt. <laughs> I was black and blue for a week and you're talking about dinner? It you hasn't been a week yet. Hasn't it been? It's been more than a that week since you did here. that. It's on no, our way here. It's only it's been like a couple, couple days. days Is it really? Yeah. It feels like freaking forever. <laughs> it's only been a couple days. So this sorry. Is a very I was long black and blue book. for two days. <laughs> two well, whole days. Faven will turn to the with him. werewolf. I don't remember his name. Rockus? Rockus, yes. <laughs> turn to Rockus. <clears throat> Jethro? I would be happy to lead you along with Parad here. I'm sure he's fine with that, but uh, Min, do you need help with what you're doing? I need at least Ray. You need Ray. Oh, now somebody needs me. I do. You're better at talking to people than I am. Apparently the spirits need you. They won't leave you alone. She just glares at you. (laughs) Smart Alec. (laughs) He's not wrong. I know, but I don't like the way he said it. (laughs) There must be a reason they're reaching out to you. I think it could help if you try and contact them since they keep infestering your mind with all of these weird visions of of death and tragedy. I don't know if I want to be part of one of Min's rituals again. Nothing bad will happen. Min will look over you. <laughs> wow. Min's still alive. He's been doing this for years. <laughs> she keeps looking at you sideways like... Why are you throwing me into the pot with Min? Because <laughs> you're the only um, other one that can do magic. <laughs> I want to help them, Min, I do. I want to give them some sort of power. I want to release this hold. I want to strip the Whispering Way of their power. Then help me. How do you know this will work, your idea? I don't. Maybe you better explain it to me a little bit and what my part in all this is. I don't want to end up back on my backside. I can make the bridge, but you need to do the talking. You need to contact them. You need to ask them. Tell them what, though? Ask them for help. They were slaughtered here, and they they didn't even get a chance to fight back. And now, their rest is being disrupted again, without their say so, without their choice. Yes, but they only be. They only seem to be able to affect me. None of you seem affected. So how is talking to them going to help us defeat the Whispering Way and release their souls and get their bodies and skeletons back where they belong? Will this ritual help with that? It'll give them a chance to fight back, something they didn't have the first time. How does a spirit fight? Well, duh, that's a dumb question. Come on. We've fought lots <laughs> of spirits. But these don't see be a, these spirits don't seem to have that ability. So we give it to them. That's what this ritual's really about. Power. We- Wait, sure. are you summoning dead men? We're asking the dead for their help. Hmm. But it will give them some sort of power besides just asking. If they agree to this, what do they get? I don't know. Your plan doesn't seem very clear to me. Because this has never been done before. Every magic, every bit of magic comes with a little bit of risk. 
which is why Parade and what, I What, you think be... we have these defined spell lists that we get at certain levels <laughs> where we all know exactly what's going <laughs> to Philip, Philip basically just said, all magic comes with a price, without actually <laughs> yeah, saying exactly. all magic comes with a price. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Say it in your voice. <laughs> all magic comes at a price. <laughs> I love that. He's so good on. I'm just going to name the episode All Magic, Magic comes, comes With Some Risk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we forget, too. Like, we, we get so bogged down as players. It's like, oh, cool. At 10th level, I can cast Teleport. Mm -hmm. Casters in this world don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't think that way. They're yeah. more like thinking, okay, I can bend space and move myself 100 feet or so. Well, I need to work on that. And then mechanically. Is still trying to figure out what she can and mean, can't do anyway. You mean Ray? Still, yeah, right. Ray. Sorry. So with this <laughs> Did rule, I actually say Artrilla? Yes. Yes. Yeah. With this rule, does this mean they get to do their ritual and Faven and I can play Risk in the corner? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's part well, of the ritual. All magic yeah. comes with a Risk. Rituals game. have really oh, wow. weird rules and <laughs> it requires game. two others <laughs> to play a board, to play game. A board game in the corner. <laughs> and uh, one of them has to be of a greenish persuasion. That <laughs> uh, sounds good. Mechanically, though, what's interesting about the rituals is. Philip has to make them mm -hmm. and, and like specify what needs to be rolled and what, you know, the backlash is for doing the rituals and stuff like that, what happens on a failure. Uh, and some stuff is left up to me, but but this truly is like... It's like, very risky. It, nothing's been done like this before. I'm curious so. because... And the, the other really cool thing is you don't have to have magic to perform a ritual. Ooh. Well, what I'm curious about is the you way you've described chance. it, I don't know why... Well, I guess speak with dead doesn't work if they've been dead for too long. Is that a thing? Uh, no, you speak with dead has to have a body. Right. And the body has to have a mouth in order to yeah. talk. So yeah. if like, the lower jaw is missing, you can't use it this because is, they can't talk to you. This is definitely magic that is above what Min is able to perform currently, which is what rituals are for. They're mm. meant to be like more stretch your high, wings. Yeah, high level magic. For low-level people, which is mm. why there's so much risk. It's there, and because first of all, it's uncharted territory, and secondly, their power level isn't really something that can accomplish this on their own. So, right. well, Min, I'm nervous because in my the little bit memory or the memory that I have that's coming back, I don't remember ever performing a ritual other than the one I performed with you earlier. So I'm a little bit nervous, but when you mentioned the power to these spirits, it, that's, that's what I want. I want them to have this power to enact their vengeance, seek their peace, whatever they need, but they can't seem to do that just through me. So I'm with you. Well, it seems like things are settled then, shall we? Brad, are you ready to go? I suppose. It is time to end this. After I view the map with Parad and Faven, I will return to the tavern. I will gather up the remainder of my men. And we will hold out the forces, the remaining forces of the demon wolves. Wait a minute. I don't know when we're doing this ritual. When do you plan on doing this ritual? Now. We need to go now. Okay. I just, I didn't know if we were holding it off for later or doing it now or... No, that vision you right. just had was very recent. We, they've already made a tether. We need to make use of it. The time has come to end this. Like I said, we will hold out the remaining forces and allow you a clear shot to the tower. 
allowing you to deal with the cultists by yourselves with no other outside interference. Did you just say ghostess? Cultists. Cultists. Oh, ghosts. 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 Ghosts for the mostest. Yeah, exactly. I was like, the ghosts with the mostest. You're not going to deal with the cultists while we're doing the ritual, are you? No, they said they're going to go look at the map, allow you time to do do your ritual, and then and then uh, split up fully, and then they'll go they'll go kind of keep things safe while you deal with the remainder of the the cultist forces here. Is what he just told you. I'm just, I'm hesitant to act now, other than Min and I and you looking at the map. I don't know if we should go in and start our attack on the cultists in the whispering way until we've rested a little. What if this drains Min and I somehow? That's metagaming. No, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Unless you're, you're worried about, about, it. That's worried about a negative level. Out of I'm, wor- I'm worried that it will take a lot out of me. I mean, for goodness sakes, Parad had to pick me up last time, didn't you? Pick me up and help me get going and mm-hmm. or reorient myself. Yeah, the last time you did this, you were very shaken. Plus, it's and... the middle of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what, 2, 1, 12, 11? <laughs> I, I forgot. Just keep counting down. I believe that the time to act is now. We cannot wait on this any longer. I think we should just wait until it's dark. Under the cover of darkness, I think we'll all be safer. Plus, Min and I will be rested. Roll me a diplomacy check. <laughs> That's a good one for me. Are they attracted good, I'm to counting her? on it. Hmm? Is he attracted oh, to her? You've got to be <laughs> kidding. Yeah, is he attracted to me? <laughs> no. Little, no. He's married. <laughs> Actually, I got a 19. Hey, so. that doesn't mean anything. You can still find people Ooh, attracted. You're going to have to roll that. <laughs> uh, 19's now not good. I'm nervous. <laughs> you might have to use some hero cards. Uh, no, it's fine now, but for um, the ritual. For now, though, he that. says, he says, uh, I do not know what more preparations myself and my my comrades need. Study the map a little more. Uh, Prod and, and Faven will help you, oh. and then you too should rest. I do believe you are right. Maybe maybe a better strategy is in is in need right now. If you require the rest to regain your power. I'm not saying I require it now. I'm saying I might require it more than likely, knowing you and wish she to gestures to me like you wish to perform this, this this ritual at, in the cover of night. No, we perform the ritual now. We rest and then we all act at the cover of night. Am I not thinking like an army general? Is this not proper thinking parade? Faven, you've both been our leaders. Am I out of line here? I just think if we wait too long, it gives them a chance to get away, honestly. But Tell you this. I will send a scout out. They will observe the movements of the cult. If anything comes, we will alert you and allow you to take action. But if rest is required... And this will allow you to do so. All right, agreed. Does that work for all of you? We will continue preparing. And you then guys just nodded. 
You realize this is radio. Yeah, this is radio. And all three, (laughs) all three of them nodded. All three of them nodded. Yeah. Yep. Uh That's good. Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's good. 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 He so so Rockus leaves to let you know leaves you guys and you're on the same building though but leaves tell them um, I'll just kind of fast forward to that so we don't drag this out much longer uh, but you split up they go with Parad and Faven to the the map room and then uh, and then a couple werewolves take you and and men over to the uh, the tavern they are like extremely hesitant to enter the building. And they tell you as much. They they say the last time we were in here, we were attacked. I, I uh. You can wait out here if you want. Wait outside. I thought you were wolves, not fraidy cats. Adderin, make a decision. We're on a time crunch. Come on. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll accompany you inside. Actually, you could leave all together if you want and go back to the dryer. Dyer, oh, sorry. The dire dryers. The dire dryers. No, no, no. We need to follow orders from Rockus. I'd hate to incur his anger for not following through. And yes, yes, we'll, we'll enter the building with you. Okay. Utter silence. Okay. They uh, go into the go into the building, and the ghost is still there. Uh, um, Can you remind me of his name? Ulchris. Wow, I didn't even need the book for that, baby. Oh, cool. Woo! Look at Spencer, all prepared. Uh, old Chris Sedmir is his name, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey, Chris. He's standing at the behind the bar again. He's not tying the rope or anything. I think uh, I think you guys like stopped that from happening when you talked to him last time. Oh, we did. And so temporarily. Temporarily. Okay. Um, I don't know, and and I. You know, I don't know. It makes sense to me. Maybe, maybe it's not. But the book doesn't give you any advice on what to do yeah. if if you stop it. But to me, it makes sense. You've given yeah, him a little least, bit of hope. Yeah. So now so he's, he's not he's not, not repeating, not it. repeating it. So he sees you. And I mean, like I'm sure if we left and left to his own devices, and he was still by himself here again, he'd go right. He'd fall right back into melancholy. He uh, he he smiles when you enter, and uh, he says, oh, "Good good afternoon. How can I help you?" More than you realize. We're getting ready to go to the tower. Ah. The end is near, then. We certainly hope so. I hope so as well. I do not know how much longer I wish to... I do not wish to stay here in this state much longer. I am ready to move on. Well, before you go, how would you like to take a little crack at Arnvrud himself? Very intriguing. What do you have in mind? I need you to be our bridge to contact all your friends. He thinks about it for a long second. And while he's thinking, one of the werewolves moves a chair and it's like, Oh my god. And they like look around. Do you mind? (laughs) (laughs) Both men and I give him the evil eye. But we said uh, be quiet. Yeah. We <laughs> I just had to do that. It's just too perfect. Uh, out of sight, out of mind at this point. But uh, he he says, if it will help, then I I th- I see no no reason not to. 
Well, that's kind of the beauty of this little beauty. It's completely up to them. Well, is there is there any risk involved? To us. To you? Well, yeah, maybe not not all of your friends might be as um hospitable <laughs> to us. There's a slight chance they could turn on us. Hmm. But you say that you're willing to attempt this even with the risk involved. You guys didn't get a chance to fight back when Nesca butchered all of you in your homes. And that is one of my deepest regrets. We but want to put the power back in the hands of the people who need it. He, uh, strokes his ghostly chin, thinks about it for a second. Well, I see no point in delaying this any longer, shall we? And he... He, he steps through the bar and gestures to an area back behind the tavern, maybe that little sitting area. He accompanies you over there. You, uh, draw, like, circles or something on yeah, the ground. Yeah, I start... And- um, I, I start like directing the werewolves. You, I need you to move all the furniture to the side. I need this space in the floor completely clear. You, I need that window open so the temperature is ideal for what we're attempting. And you, I need a glass of water. And if this was a never-ending story, you would later find out yeah. that these wolves ended up making a moving a furniture moving company. Uh, but that is a story for another oh, time. For ha- uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, they they you know, they get it cleared out. Fast forward time a little bit. The room's cleared. Ritual's ready to go. So did I get that water? It's imperative. Yes, uh, somewhere they found water. I don't. <laughs> he just hands it to me, and then just like chugs the whole thing. Oh, oh thank uh, you. Oh, I found <laughs> that in one of the. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Chris. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, everything's ready to go. So, uh, Philip and I took a moment to discuss the mechanics of this. Um, I think one of the most important hero cards you're going to have is is a strength card that gives you a plus eight. I think one of them will also allow you to re-roll. You do have a group runestone, uh, as well. So, those of you that aren't in the room... The characters aren't in the room. The players can still have a say so, on the outcome of this um, if a runestone is required. Which I'm pretty sure uh, the only hero cards that affect rolls of the D20 are strength cards, which give you a plus eight competence bonus, and a crown, so a charisma card, which lets you re-roll a failed roll. Okay. Even after it's... And I believe rolled. you have some of those around... Mom has one. Okay. We have zero, or she has one crown. We have zero strength cards, but we do have uh, two rune stones, which we could use for either of them. Okay. So we didn't start I get rolling. A, didn't I get a strength card last time? Oh, you did. He got the paladin. So we, yeah. we have w- but it's one his card, card yeah. of each of them. So he's. So it's up stones. to it's up to the card holders. Uh, I can't force you, and the other players cannot force you. But uh, let's. I'll explain uh, what needs to happen. Philip um, came up with a really sweet idea for this. So uh, the roles that will need to be done are history, planes, and diplomacy. Uh, you get two roles on each check. Three roles need to succeed. 
Um, and it could be like two history and two planes or whatever, but one of the successes needs to be in diplomacy. Uh, Philip, just, you know what, just describe how you came up with the checks. Uh, the skill checks need to be like somehow related to what you're trying to accomplish. We're asking for help from these dead townspeople, kind of drawing on this tragedy that happened here. So knowledge history, so that we've got a, a good idea of the of the town and what it's been through. Knowledge planes, because we are reaching across to the great beyond to talk to them. And then diplomacy, which is probably the most important one because we are not trying to force them to do anything. We are asking for their help, which is why diplomacy is going to be so clutch right now. Ray. <laughs> Ray. That's why she's so silent and she's concentrating. And if Philip gets two of the knowledge checks, you only need to succeed one of the rolls. Just furthering on the rules, if Tyler allows the use of his hero card, it has to be given before you make the roll. The only one that can happen after the roll is your crown card if you need to re-roll it. So if you okay. fail both, you can use a crown card re-roll. But if you're not sure you're going to hit it, uh, Tyler's card would have to be used before. But it is okay. up to Tyler if that card is used or not. Okay. Uh, especially where Faven's not even here. So, um, okay. Uh, Faven carries the cards in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she can't oh even have it. <laughs> These metagame cards are in Faven's yeah. pocket. These are my <laughs> grandfather's cards. <laughs> they're, they're, it's, oh, it says right here on the back, non-transferable. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll start with the history. We'll start with the, the history rolls. So uh, I want you to roll two dice at the same time. Only and he then, can roll this, right? You can roll two. Can I assist? You, uh, I don't, does aiding work a lot? Is aiding allowed on this? Uh, I Let's want to say yes. I want to say fun. yes because that is what secondary Kay. casters are for. Okay, so you can you can aid, uh, but um, I need to know if you're aiding or if you're actually trying for the role yourself. No, I'm trying. I'm gonna you're trying for the role. He's trying, and Kay. I'm gonna aid. That needs to be specified beforehand. Okay. Playing on so, our strengths here. Uh, you know, if you want to roll one at a time, I'm fine. If you want to build the suspense. No, let's, let's get this. Let's get this rolling. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Let's Do go. Both. Okay. So what do you need to roll on the die in order to get this? Um, What did we decide? The It was DC 25 on all these checks. Ooh, okay. I need to roll a 10 or higher. Okay. So, and with a, with an eight, it'd be plus two. So you need to roll eight or higher. What do you so have in to other roll words, it's a 50-50 chance on these for me. <laughs> what do you Over have to a roll? 10 yeah, on no. that. I'm not aiding this time. Okay. Wait. Well, no, with Even your bonus. With your bonus. With your bonus. With which bonus? This is history. Knowledge history. Oh, so sorry, sorry. whatever you rolled plus your bonus, uh, you get over 10. Oh, yeah. It's, it's actually an 11. So, yes, I aid. Woo, okay. 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 So, so aided. So plus eight on the die. So slightly better. Go ahead and roll, Phil. Let him let him fly. Those yes. both succeed. Wow. Yay. Okay. Both of them succeed. Good history. You have to succeed on a diplomacy, though. If you do not succeed on the diplomacy, this will fail they regardless. Roll or whatever. So this will fail outright. Um. Okay. So both histories succeeded. Uh. So you have two checks. If you fail both of the planes, it doesn't matter because one of them has to be the diplomacy. But I want to see what you get. Just anyway. So. Just anyway. I want to make you roll them anyway. Oh, boy. 
Um, good thing, because those actually both failed. Oh, wow. Wow. Even if she had aided, they would have failed if, still? If uh, Ray aids me on one, I've saved on one. Aid. Totally okay. aid. Okay. So one of them makes... So you one have three right now. You have three successes right now. We got three in the bank. Um, right now, what's happening... I'm going to just set the scene. What's happening is is the werewolves take a very big step back. They are very curious about what's happening, but they are also a little scared. Um, like you said, something that's never been done before, something that hasn't really ever been seen. Um, the there's And uh, the way you've, you've drawn the circles on the ground, there's like a big one, big ritual circle, and then three smaller circles in like a triangle outside the bigger circle. And those smaller circles contain Min, Ulchris, and Ray. And, and in the middle is one when of the you su- when you succeed on the history, you know, just calling upon your knowledge of this place. Maybe you start remembering a couple of the people, and Ulchris starts like Ulchris starts naming some of the people with you, and like there's this link between you. And so he's like, "Oh yes, Je- there's uh, Jebediah the butcher. There's." There's uh, <laughs> Martel the Taylor. <laughs> Martel the Taylor. <laughs> Just joking. Tabia and his girl, Seitel, Golda, and. Um, this is where I wait for, Huddle and Hava for Tyler and, and Zach but, to hop in and start naming all the townsfolk. But yeah, they start. You start naming some of the townspeople. And then with the planes, the area around you, like, goes dark. And you get. Because you get that one plane check, it goes dark, and it almost feels like you're like, in between areas right now. And the werewolves, like, if we're watching a movie right now, the werewolves, like, fall out of focus. You don't see them anymore. And the room just kind of starts to fade and away from all of you. in the middle of, of it, of there's you. one guy going, If I were a rich man. That's Tevye, the milkman. I remember him. So, like I said, the area around, like, just kind of fades from view. It gets dark. And uh, there's a few candles in this ritual circle, and the winds just kind of pick up a little bit, and the candles get snuffed out one by one. You all look at the bo- like both of you look at Ulchris, and he- he's got his eyes closed, and he's concentrating with the two of you, and uh, and he starts speaking, and it's almost like this is like coming to him naturally, and he starts saying. Are you there? Can you hear me? These people and I, we want to help. We want to end the madness here. If you can hear me, answer me. And all three of you hear this like whisper. And uh, for the first time, Min gets an idea of what Ray has been hearing. Every time she gets one of these visions, and you just hear, Yes. I feel you there. I hear you. I've been hearing you. I hear and I feel your struggles and your frustration. Your hatred. Your helplessness. Your anger. Your sadness. Your despair. We need to channel all these emotions together. My friend wants to help you, but we need you to agree to help us. 
then we can all defeat this common enemy once and for all. Roll your diplomacy. 27. Wow. <laughs> I think everybody just started breathing again. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, yay. I have a I have something really cool for all of Wait, you. Wait, is anybody attracted to me? Because then it would be 28. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If anybody finds me hot. I mean, uh, this was a village full of people. I'm sure you were somebody's type. <laughs> so between the 27 and 28, then. So the room just completely fades away. The circles on the ground, the candles are just swept from view. So you're surrounded by darkness, a very thick, inky darkness, and, and the three of you, Min, Ray, and Ulcris, are the only things remaining in any in, in the in the line of sight that you have right now. Min. And slowly Min, what is happening? Slowly, Min doesn't answer you. He's still, like, chanting. In the center of the three of you, a form starts to take shape. And little by little, Ray starts to recognize this person appearing. You see standing in front of you the woman from the vision that you just had, whose name is Marta. Marta. And she appears in front of you, and she says, We have been trying to communicate with you. We have been trying to show you what happened here. Our hope is that with the knowledge comes power and the ability to fight back. There is one last thing we need to show you. She extends her hand to Ray. She extends her hand to Min. Both of you hold hands with Marta. And we'll see you next week. What? <laughs> I knew you were gonna stop Rude. At least I we know even... who it was. I was afraid you were gonna stop it. Who of shape forms that you recognize. What? We'll see you next week. I hope the others are doing well with the ritual. We're going to need all the help we can with the coming battle. Ah, I feel darkness approaching. <laughs>